0: USA News. I'm Ryan Daniels. Major winter weather is slamming the Northeast this Tuesday. The Northeast is on high alert. Due to a fast-moving storm, New Jersey residents gearing up for what could be the first significant snowstorm in a while.
2: We are really excited. We like to have fun. We like to drink
3: hot chocolates. Not looking forward to the snow. It's a shame because it's been nice the past couple days, like the past week.
0: Tuesday's anticipated snowstorm has led to the closure of all public schools in New York City and Boston. USA's John Schaefer reporting some areas in the region are looking at up to a foot or more of snow. Police in Houston say the person accused in the megachurch shooting at Joel Osteen's church had a history of mental illness. They say Genesee Moreno was involved in a dispute with her Jewish ex-husband and had an anti-Semitic background. A sticker that read Palestine was attached to the butt of her rifle. Some Republican lawmakers say statements from a DOJ special counsel regarding President Biden's age and memory need to be taken more seriously.
4: The idea that he's mentally unfit to stand trial begs the
0: question, is he mentally unfit to be the commander in chief? Texas Congressman Mike McCall, last week a special counsel assigned to investigate Biden's prior mishandling of classified documents, mentioned how the president seemed to Experience strange memory lapses during a lengthy interview. Biden says the special counsel questioned him for five hours over a two day period early last october the doj ultimately cleared biden of any charges related to the classified documents investigation saying he fully cooperated with federal officials in returning them president biden has joined tiktok making his debut on the widely used social media platform several republican legislators have criticized both the app and its parent organization ByteDance, raising concerns about potential ties to the chinese government this is usa news
3: Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD.
5: You've been hearing Dr. Wallach talking about 90 essential nutrients, keeping the body healthy. GCNteam.com now has Beyond Tangy Tangerine tablets, 60 plant-derived minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, packed in a powerful tablet. But that's not it. 160,000 auric points, a knockout punch to free radicals. Call 877-878-4203 or go to GCNteam.com. That's 877-878-4203.
0: The U.S. is not backing Israeli military actions in Rafah, Palestine, pending the implementation of a plan to safeguard civilians seeking refuge.
5: We do not support any, any military campaign in Rafah going forward, as long as they cannot properly account
0: for the uh, 1.1 million people. State Department spokesman Matthew Miller, facing questioning from reporters Monday in response to a series of Israeli assaults resulting in the deaths of numerous Palestinians. Miller emphasized the necessity of a credible humanitarian strategy before proceeding with any extensive military operation for Israel in the city. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin is scrapping plans to attend NATO meetings in Brussels this week due to his hospitalization. Austin was admitted to Walter Reed National Military Medical Center on Sunday for what the Pentagon termed emergent bladder issues. The 70 year old has undergone recent treatment for prostate cancer, was placed in the critical care unit. DoorDash, Uber and Lyft drivers are going to strike on valentine's day for a little while it'll be the first ever such gig economy work stoppage groups mentioned they had planned to stage driver pickets outside airports and uber offices a group called justice for app workers says it represents around 130,000 drivers across the country they said drivers will refuse all rides to and from airports on valentine's day between 11 a.m and 1 p.m in close to a dozen cities i'm ryan daniels usa news
6: How would you like to save money on nearly all your prescription drugs? Call with your prescription and find out for free how little you can pay for your prescription drugs. Remember, we don't take insurance, so call right now.
7: 800 705 6581. 800 705 6581. 800 705 6581. That's 800 705 6581.
8: Bill Martinez Six minutes
9: after the top of the hour Bill Martinez with you, great to have you with us for the ride, for more information on the show you can check it out, BillMartinezShow.com we got Pastor Jack Hibbs Senior and Founding Pastor of Calvary Chapel in Chino Hills talking about his brand new book Living in the Days, that's with a Z ladies and gentlemen, The Days of Deception, how to, to discern Truth from Culture's Lies. Pastor Jack, good to have you with us. How are you, sir? Thank you. I'm well. Thanks again. Hey, I'm so excited to be talking to you about your book, uh, forward by uh, Mike Pompeo. Pompeo, right. I mean, wow. W- what, uh, yep. you know, a great intro here to this book.
4: Well, like, I, yeah, you know what? I ha- we've had the privilege uh, to know him. He spoke at our church, and we've gotten mm-hmm. together together While he was secretary of state, and I thought, you know what, if I'm going to be writing a book on deception, he being the secretary of state um, and the fact that he was also director of the CIA, Mm -hmm. I just said, I asked him, Mike, you've got to write this forward. It's it's right in your lane. And I got to tell you, if people just read the forward by Mike Pompeo, uh, it's enough to get you excited.
9: Well, the thing is, you see, we're seeing all this. We're experiencing this days of deception. I, I call it the spirit of deception that has been running amok, and it's been intensifying as the days draw nigh, don't you think?
4: There's no doubt about it. And not only, you know, that's not just your observation or mine, but we could look to biblical precedents for that in Scripture, where Jesus said as we approach the last days, and get into the last days, there's going to be deception so bad that he said, if it were possible, even his own people would be deceived, but thank God he said, if it were possible. So, Mm -hmm. you know, for those who are listening to the Word of God, reading the Word of God, knowing God, they won't be deceived, but look around. I mean, there's just deception. On You pick the category, you pick the topic, and there's going to be a level of deception that you have Mm -hmm. to unpack.
9: Well, when the information age came into being, all of a sudden we had all these channels of information coming in. And uh, unless you were a key discerner, I mean, for me, when I graduated from Bible college, uh, the key takeaway for me was that I had to really up my game and hold to a biblical worldview. And uh, this was buttressed by uh, George Barna, my good friend, uh, who started the Barna Group. That says today, Pastor Jack, less than 50 percent of the senior pastors in the pulpit today hold to a biblical worldview. That is vulnerable and dangerous.
4: Yeah, not only am I familiar with uh, George Barna as well, I love the guy, uh, but his numbers are tragically true. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, we have been trying to motivate pastors up and down the state of California for over 30 years. Uh, and, I, you know, the good news is they're starting to move finally. Mm-hmm. But uh, the, the thing is, uh, they, they just wanted to do their sermons, stay out of the fray, and not get involved in what they would do conveniently label as politics but we can't let that happen because what happened is the bad guys have come into town and they've raised the flag over abortion mm-hmm. declared it to be a political issue and then told the church to shut up about it and then they did that with marriage right and so notice that they're taking all of these institutions that god has made crystal clear children now the most latest victim uh, israel marriage gender You go on and on about it, and everything that is happening today, I can point to chapter verse of Bible. And that's what we do in the book, living in the days, D-A-Z-E, of deception. But we can unpack it. Uh, Jesus said, you shall know the truth, and the truth will set you free. That is an absolute statement, and what's Mm -hmm. qualified, it's coming from the absolute God himself. So there's great hope. We don't have to be deceived right now if we know where to look, and -hmm. that is his Bible.
9: Well, to me, the clear litmus test is, uh, is that does it promote life or death? You know, no, God says right. you're at that crossroads at, at life and death. And, he, and right away, he says, choose life. I mean, you know, don't even think about it. That's that's where you want to go. So when yep. you look at the fruit of these, you know, these political movements and decisions and influences that are happening in our culture today, uh, that's the question every Christian should ask. Does it promote life or pro- promote death? And if it, if it promotes death, you know it comes from the evil one because he came to steal, kill, and destroy, did he not?
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, in fact, one of the chapters discusses the very background or genesis to what you're saying right now. And in one of those chapters it's this deception of tolerance. We have been plunged into using a new dictionary that says tolerance means I cannot express my either constitutional rights or my Judeo-Christian worldview. I have to be quiet and you don't have to accept my 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 message or the event, evangel- the gospel but i have to accept yours without question i have to accept yours i cannot debate it you i cannot question it and so there's a new form of deception that is draped in tolerance and that itself is wreaking havoc among our children in business today look at the things that have happened in the NFL and mm-hmm. in basketball and in business and all of this uh, World Economic Forum intimidation, uh, all of this stuff that's going on where we need to be more tolerant. And notice, when they say we need to be more tolerant, the first thing that goes on the chopping block is truth. Yes,
9: Exactly. Well, you know, and it's interesting you should bring up some the sports angle, because uh, Nick Saban has made a big impression on me. He has over the years, and particularly as I'm reading, you know, as he's retired and reading some of his past uh, quotes in that, uh, you know, to me, tolerance mediocritizes the population. Yeah. And I, I I don't know. I was raised with nine you know nine kids. Um, my dad was a very humble man, World War II veteran. Uh, you know, I, I, in fact, I, I said even at his, at his funeral, I said, looking at my dad's face, it, it kind of gave me a glimpse of the face of God because he was just so humble and loving. He was just a, an wow. extraordinary individual, and um, it, you know, and and the thing was is that uh, in our family. We 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 strove to for a higher level of excellence, and uh, you know and Nick Saban says that uh, high achievers hate mediocrity. They, they don't relate well to mediocrity, and here we are as Christians, as men and women of faith, called to a higher calling. And and what's happened is we've we've been told we can't react to this that it, it's unloving it's unchristian I think it's just the opposite if you don't if you're not telling people hey you're you're heading into a cement wall you know God said very clearly I, I, I love this Jack that from you know the Old Testament God's talking to Cain right. Cain's worship is rejected, and he's down in the mouth about it. And God simply says something that I think has been ringing through the millennia ever since. He tells Cain, if you do right, will it not go well for you?
4: Hmm. Right? Well, Amen to that. And, you know, you mentioned something that just made me think a second ago here, and is this. So if we're going to be mediocre about uh, our job, I would hope that your boss would either uh, tell you how to do it right give Mm -hmm. you maybe three warnings and then out the door you go right or if an athlete is doing something wrong a coach by definition would say you know what you need to try it this way put more weight on the back of your foot Mm -hmm. and if you don't you know if you don't shape up we're going to get somebody else to take your spot well listen take that into the pulpit can you imagine going to a church today and the pastor telling you or maybe they posted on their website hey, come and visit our church. We teach 75% of the Bible. You'll enjoy yourself. It's going to be great. (laughs) Nobody would go to that. Nobody. But, listen, 25% of the Bible or more is of prophetic nature, and much of it is warning about the deception of the last days. So if you go to a church that doesn't talk about these things, it's equal to you going to the Chevrolet dealer and saying, I'd like to buy a car, but please only with three wheels. I mean, nobody would do this.
9: Exactly. Pastor Jack, we got to go to a quick break. Stay with us. We've got more from Jack Hibbs after this.
2: This is Don Shank with today's global update from the Tide Ministry, sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ worldwide in the languages people were born to speak. Have you heard? To spark vital conversations about faith, the Tide Ministries Have You Heard Challenge invites Christians to ask at least 10 people during the year if they've heard what Jesus did for them. If someone responds that they've not heard, tell them about the love of Christ. If they say they already follow Jesus, invite them to join the challenge and share the gospel themselves. It's easy to forget that there are people, even in our own backyards, who've never heard the good news. The Great Commission commands us to make disciples in all nations. And while the Tide ministry is reaching millions of listeners around the world, we're asking you to reach the people in your own neighborhood. To learn more about the Tide Have You Heard Challenge and how you can politely engage others in potentially life-changing spiritual conversations, visit thetide.org. That's thetide.org
9: with America, fresh and independent, just the way you like to hear from us, Monday through Friday, 9 to noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific. Um, we're honored to talk with uh, Pastor Jack Hibbs, uh, Senior and Founding Pastor of Calvary Chapel in Chino Hills. Yes, that same Calvary Chapel in Chino Hills that absolutely tormented Sacramento. They would not follow the rules of the state. They actually did what Jesus said. You know, Jesus said, render to Caesar the things that are Caesar, to God the things that are God. And Pastor Jack, how dare you? You know, just, uh, <laughs> you know, Just be so uh, obstinate, you know, towards uh, Governor Newsom.
4: Yeah. Well, you know what? He there's one thing he cannot say. He cannot say that we didn't speak to him in love regarding that. Mm. We, we, I sent him a 15 minute long video and explained to him the nature of the church, why the church has to be open during COVID, the function of the church, how it can come alongside and help the municipalities and even uh, the state of California at large, Uh, but. The state was going to need the church. And yes. so I, you know, basically said to him, with all due respect to your office, we must obey God rather than man. And so, boy, the rest is history. We had literally thousands and thousands of people uh, coming to each service on Sundays. At one point, we had to go to four services, and there's about 5,000 people per service. We baptized over 3,011 people during COVID. And, uh, What was remarkable is I can honestly tell you on air now with you Mm -hmm. that I did not perform, nor did any of our pastors have to perform any COVID funerals. It was remarkable. (laughs) You know? Right, yeah. It, that, thank and thank God for
9: that. You know, I had some uh, dear friends down in uh, uh, in the San Diego area. These two doctors wrote a, a great book. Uh, how they saved over ten thousand people from you know going to the hospital, being on a ventilator, and any of those other dangerous drugs in that. And for saving all those lives, uh, they had to go up to uh, Sacramento for the tribunal under threat of losing their medical license. This, that's how upside down it is. And like you were saying earlier. Um, You know, the truth is no longer a defense. It's it's become an offense, Pastor Jack. It's offending people. The truth is.
4: Well, and you can not only throw those positions into that tribunal, but what maybe some people don't realize is three of the most powerful sheriffs of counties in California went and testified before the California state legislature to announce that they would not require vaccines of their officers and that they would not require mask wearing by their officers, those three highly respected sheriffs were basically Mm -hmm. ridiculed and mocked uh, as they sat in those chairs. So there's a great sense of lawlessness. But again, what I want to make sure everybody realizes is this is not a doomsday book. Mm -hmm. And you and I are not talking about doomsday things. Oh, no, no. When God tells us, hey, this is how you can identify the days in which that will lead up to uh, my coming, my return for my people, and the last day's events. I love what our, our good friend, Dr. Ed Heinstein, who now is in heaven, but at Liberty University used to say that God did not give us Bible prophecy to scare us. He gave us Bible prophecy to prepare us. Exactly. And that's good
9: news. Well, and the thing is, is that uh, in the book of Hebrews, Pastor Jack, it, it talks what it, uh, it, yep. it it outlines what's required of us to be discerners of good and evil, right? Yep. This is what keeps us from falling into those traps of deception and being a- able to identify the difference between a truth and the lie. And the basis of that is... Uh, Christian maturity. We must up our game. You know, like you were talking about with, uh, you know, we're talking athletically and mediocrity and that sort of thing. The other thing that came to mind that uh, Nick Saban had to talk about was that he said, good players give you good results. Outstanding players give you outstanding results. Elite players yet give you something at another level. And what was impressed on me, and I don't know if this will resonate with you, is that there should be a call for elite Christianity, that we must move into that level we've been empowered in such a way to become elite in our faith not something that we brag about just some commitment that we make between us and god to say hey look at i'm going to think better i'm going to do better i'm going to be better because i am a follower of jesus christ
4: well let me respond to this number one what you just said is so true because if we read the word of god it's not like reading um you know a crossword puzzle this is the eternal living word of god when you read it, take the time to read it. It gets inside of you. Then the Holy Spirit can take what's inside of you and live it out through you. Exactly. That's what you're talking about. And I do not. And I still agree with with your statement because I do not see anywhere in the Bible a spectator version mm-hmm. of Christianity. It doesn't exist. Right. And if, if you think, well, I'm a Christian, I gave my heart to Jesus, and um, I go to church sometimes on Sunday. I'm just waiting for Him to come back or whatever. Listen, I don't know anything about that that form of Christianity. It Mm. transforms your life, and then it's so transformative that it causes you to tell others about the truth that is in His Word and about the love He has for sinners as myself, and that He went to the cross to redeem us and rose again from the dead. We've got the only one that's ever died, and He said He was going to die, buried and rose from the dead, and He said He would do that in advance. And people are playing marbles, as it were, with diamonds. With this yeah. kind of information, this was such a critical moment to really live a radical Christian life. And I love what you said—the word "elite." We've got elite athletes. Mm-hmm. The Christian, by the Christian, I'm, I have no doubt. The Holy Spirit wants every Christian to be that elite Christian, that mm-hmm. special forces
9: Christian, right? For for a time such as this, because of what's going on in, in your book, you talk about the characteristics of deceivers and how they've brought harm to both secular culture and the church. Uh, unfold that for a little bit. We've got about three and a half minutes left here, Pastor Jack. Obviously, you and I are are going to be connected and uh, uh, longtime friends here. I, I trust this because uh, you you've got to come back on the show because there's so much to address. Uh, but let's let's deal with the characteristics of deceivers right now if if, if that's okay with you
4: there seems to be a a rampant thrust of evil and think about this it's not just california it's not just uh new york it's the nation and then when you look at what's going on in europe south america literally the exact same issues are happening globally which which i believe is i don't want to be fantastic here but you could not market it better as what's happening. And that's why I believe it's of a demonic origin, and that's why we need to know the truth. As Jesus said, it will set you free.
9: Well, And I'm so glad you brought up the universality of the problem. It is a global... Uh it is a global phenomena that is taking place uh jonathan kahn in his book uh, the return of the gods warned us of this and the gods are coming out of crevices and uh and it's all you know you know this is just the beginning jack this, you know do you i just see it intensifying all the more uh you also address the deceptions that are altering and replacing the truth and how do we recognize them pastor jack
4: it's very easy to recognize them. Again, if you're biblically rooted, so when somebody walks into your school board meeting, for example, and says, I think that we should encourage children to have a sex change operation, your listeners right now are saying, that doesn't happen. Well, listen, we found out that it does happen. And here's the, here's what's worse than that. For the school board to entertain that proposal that is just crazy upon lunacy. Mm-hmm. And so it is listen, it is easy to detect if we get involved. We need that means we need to turn off some of our TV programs and we need to get away from some dumb stuff and find out what's going on in my community. What, what, what's the world view of those that exactly. I've elected in my town? People have got to take back. Uh, their local community because, listen, George Soros is taking their community right from underneath their Mm nose.
9: Well, just like uh, the educational uh, complex, uh, the cultural complex is uh, grooming our kids. It's been a process. It's not just our kids. All of us are being groomed by the culture, whether in entertainment, uh, educational school boards, uh, our politics. You know we're all being uh, you know groomed in such a way, and we're rendered uh, you know vulnerable in the process, are we not?
4: So the scripture warns us that when there is no God in the mind of man, then man will do whatever is right in his own eyes.
9: Pastor Jack Hibbs, senior and founding pastor of Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills. His uh, new book, Living in the Days, that's with a Z of Deception, How to Discern Truth from Culture's Lies. Pastor Jack, thank you so much for being with us. Take care. God bless. You too. Bye-bye.
6: How would you like to save money on nearly all your prescription drugs? Call with your prescription and find out for free how little you can pay for your prescription drugs. Remember, we don't take insurance, so call right now.
7: 800 705 6581. 800 705 6581. 800 705 6581. That's 800 705 6581. Say
0: news update Back on set at Comedy Central's Daily Show, just in time for an election year.
9: We're going to have so much we're going to talk about this year. Uh, uh, obviously, elections, maybe we'll talk about China, maybe we'll talk about AI, maybe something a little lighter, Israel-Palestine. Uh, who knows?
0: Comedian John Stewart returned to the show Monday night as a guest host, where he will remain on a weekly basis throughout the year. The Daily show's using guest hosts while it searches for the next permanent host since Trevor Noah's departure back in 2022. The NFL, considering Las Vegas... As a potential host for another Super Bowl, NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell had nothing but praise for Las Vegas on Monday. The hospitality here, um, you outdid it. The Kansas City Chiefs beat the San Francisco 49ers in overtime during the first ever Super Bowl that was held in Sin City on Sunday. In Las Vegas, I'm John Schaefer. I'm Ryan Daniels, USA News.
6: I need to pay my taxes. What are my payment options?
0: The IRS has several options for paying your
10: taxes. You can pay with IRS Direct Pay, a debit or credit card, or with an electronic funds withdrawal when you e-file your return. If you can't pay the full amount, consider paying over time with an online payment agreement or our Offer in Compromise program. Both tools are available on irs.gov. Go to irs.gov slash payment to find an option that is best suited for you.
7: Did you get a call or message that mentioned Social Security that made you feel threatened or scared? That is not the Social Security Administration. Social Security will not threaten you, press you for personal information, or demand instant payment. Social Security does not accept payments by gift card, prepaid debit card, internet currency, or by mailing cash. Criminals use these forms of payment because they are hard to trace. Don't fall for it. Hang up. Ignore them. Report this criminal activity to oig.ssa.gov.
9: Be with us. I'm Bill Martinez. Happy Monday to you. Yes, February the 5th, 2024, as we uh, march on through this new year together. Um, also, that uh, we, uh, you know, consider and, and re- remember to pray, you know, for the peace of Jerusalem uh, as we're entering uh, day 122 of the Israel Hamas war. And our thanks again to Alex Newman, um, his new book. Um, uh, indoctrinating our children to death. Oof. I mean, you, you, this is going to really stop you in your tracks. And and uh, and I don't know. I'm not sure what all it's going to take. W- what is the final straw that breaks the camel's back here in the idiocy uh, that we're you know that we're being subjected to? Uh, it's just you know flat out idiocy. And at every turn, no matter what you look at, whether it's education, every aspect of our government. And to that, uh, you know, adding to that is how our government is misrepresenting we, the people, and mismanaging our funds and getting us deeper in debt. In fact, $20 billion was spent by our feds on migrant refugee aid, illegal uh, entrance are at an all-time high at the border, creating all-time surge in taxpayer costs. And Adam Angieski from Open the Books is with us right now. Adam, good morning. How are you?
8: I'm doing well, Bill. Thanks for having me on. It's great to be back.
9: Hey, uh, great to have you here. Uh, they cannot help themselves, can they? No, they really can't. When I say so, they, I'm talking about the feds that have they have control of our checkbook and just are spending our money blindly and stupidly.
8: Yeah, so remember back to 2016 when Donald Trump was running for president and he suggested that we build a border wall. And he suggested that the, the well the wall would cost, you know, between say $8 billion and $12 billion. The top-line estimates from the federal agencies were $15 billion. And the other side went crazy. They said, we don't have $15 billion. It's too expensive to build the wall. Well, Joe Biden is on pace to do between 40 and $50 billion worth of migrant aid just out of one obscure office over at Health and Human Services. It's called the Office of Refugee Resettlement. And just in the past two years, they've spent $20 billion. And, so, and those costs are going up. Uh, year over year by 2 billion
9: <clears throat> so the wall chump chump and uh, yeah exactly and plus on top of that and and I know people it's so it, this cracks me up too well he said the Mexicans were going to pay for it and they didn't pay wait a minute you guys stopped the plan this the way business works is you, you know you you do an investment like this and then yes i i'm Totally convinced. I, I understand how that works, and that made a lot of sense to people. But you had knuckleheads out there that were contesting. Well, Trump never paid for the wall. Well, you guys, you, you you guys aborted the plan to build the wall and to engage the Mexicans. And as much as he did, uh, we had the stay in Mexico policy that was enacted that was helping to you know curtail the uh, free flow of migrants coming in. And, uh, you know, it's just it just cracks me up because you can't have a, you know, Adam, you can't have a reasonable conversation with people about this because they hate Trump and anything that he did. And it's like, OK, well, you hate Trump and all the good things that we working for us. now you don't have Trump. You have uh, you have this guy in the Oval Office that he's hard, you know, it's difficult for him to complete a sentence. And everything is going to hell in a handbasket. That, that's better than Donald Trump, even with all the hatred you have toward him.
8: <laughs> well, you got to look at the facts. So here's here's the facts from 2023 20, uh, in the first month of 2024. So you had a record all-time mm. surge of migrant encounters at the border, 2.5 million, an all-time high in 2023, and then in the first month, it's up 50 percent. Bill, that's stunning. In one month, it was up to 302,000 in a month. That's on pace, if you annualize that, for 3.6 million encounters, not 2.5 mm-hmm. million, the previous record. And so if you take a look at the nation of origin of where people are coming from, one-third of them are actually coming from Mexico. And then you have uh-huh. Central and yeah. South America, so you've got com uh, countries like Venezuela, Guatemala, Honduras, Colombia, and then you have the Caribbean with places like Cuba. Now, I want to be on the record if you 're coming from risking life and limb from communist Cuba, every single one of those uh, mm. folks should get asylum once they 're properly vetted. Uh, but the rest of these nations look, you only had four hundred thousand come from countries outside Mexico, Central and South America, and the Caribbean, so with four hundred thousand from around from the rest of the world um, you know, that's a manageable number. 2.5 million, 3.6 million, that's not manageable. The whole system obviously is overwhelmed. It cannot uh, handle this crush, and taxpayers are on the hook.
9: Yeah, and like you say, the lack of vetting is so key here on so many levels. I mean, yes, uh, you know, people will cite, well, Ellis Island, you know, we've got the You know, the Statue of Liberty, you know, talking about, you know, send us your poor and downtrodden, you know, and yada, yada, okay? But, um, you know, Trump was right when he said they're not sending our best. I mean, you know, Venezuela says, hey, those knuckleheads are opening up the border. Uh, we, We can save ourselves a lot of money by sending all these felons that we've been paying, and, you know, we got them jailed here. Heck, let's just send them to America. Let them be America's problem. And, again, you know, oh, all the Democrats clutching their pearls. How dare you? You know, you're racist. You're racist and all this other stuff. Well, you know, Trump is right again. And, uh, you know, he saw this. I mean, this was, you know, just amazing how, you know, blind and idiotic these people can be, you know, for the sake of politics. And they just, you know. Send
8: send me your huddled masses, never included Emergency housing support, work authorization, public benefits application, medical screening, school enrollment, cultural orientation, uh, mental health services, legal consultation, like the suite of benefits is completely out of control today. And it's a magnet. That's why you've got a crush at the border.
9: Mm -hmm. Well, the other thing, too, you know, again, to me, the key issue in the vetting is how many of these people, coming across the border, in order to cross the border, become indentured servants to the cartels?
8: Well, you've got, I mean, this is a real human health catastrophe. And Mm -hmm. and the numbers are so big, they're hard to fathom. But just in the past two years, Bill, there's been 260,000 unaccompanied minors. And Mm -hmm. I want to put that number in perspective, because that's the population of Anchorage, Alaska, 260,000 kids under age 18 without a parent or guardian have come across the border. Those kids need to be sponsored out within the system. And mm-hmm. up to 85,000 of those kids have been lost in the system because the sponsors won't return a phone call. We don't know where they're at, who, who these kids are with anymore. 85,000, and that's according to the New York Times. So we have an right. you know, Office of Refugee Resettlement With such poor systems in place that they become a partner to the cartels on the trafficking of children.
9: Exactly. And here we are. Oh, yeah, by the way, America, the number one human trafficking country on the planet. Unbelievable. So where do you think these lost kids are at? I mean, work out the numbers, you know. Uh, I mean, these are kids that, you know, Ocasio-Cortez was, you know, crying outside of the gate over. I don't see her crying a lot right now. makes me wonder.
8: Yeah, it really does. I mean, and the the unaccompanied children angle, it's been covered. You know, a year ago in Congress, they had hearings. They had the director of the Office of Refugee Resettlement, Robin Dunmarcos, in the hot seat. And they asked her a simple question. What is the reject rate on a sponsor application? Do you take Mm -hmm. everybody? Do you reject 60% of them? 90% 90% of them, 2% of them, what's the reject rate? She couldn't answer the question. Look, if you don't measure something, you can't manage it. Exactly. That's why we've got this problem.
9: Mm-hmm. And and look who's paying the price. I mean, this is lose-lose all the way around. And you wonder, you go, okay, people losing in this process. You know, who who's winning? Who's winning out of all this, Adam?
8: Well, it's not taxpayers. It's not the rule of law. I mean, if you don't have a border, you don't have a country.
9: Exactly. Well, a- again, this seems so diabolical and conspiratorial. But, you know, th- this is the problem that we have. There is such a breakdown in integrity, the issue in, in, of integrity in our country, that is allowing this madness to continue. Uh, we've got to go to break. We've got more from the founder of OpenTheBooks.com, author of Operation Drain, the swamp and Adam. Angieski, stay with us.
2: This is Don Shank with today's global update from the Tide Ministry, sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ worldwide in the languages people were born to speak. Have you heard? To spark vital conversations about faith, the Tide Ministries Have You Heard Challenge invites Christians to ask at least 10 people during the year if they've heard what Jesus did for them. If someone responds that they've not heard, tell them about the love of Christ. If they say they already follow Jesus, invite them to join the challenge and share the Gospel themselves. It's easy to forget that there are people, even in our own backyards, who've never heard the good news. The Great Commission commands us to make disciples in all nations. And while the Tide ministry is reaching millions of listeners around the world, we're asking you to reach the people in your own neighborhood. To learn more about the Tide Have You Heard Challenge and how you can politely engage others in potentially life-changing spiritual conversations, visit thetide.org. That's
5: thetide.org. Fred Dryer here for the product I use and love. Balance7.com. Are you suffering with heartburn? Get relief from Balance 7. You know, most people are able to go back to eating the foods they enjoy with Balance 7. Please, don't be stubborn. This really works. You're just a sip away from enjoying the foods you like. Try Balance 7 with a money-back guarantee. Are you experiencing fatigue and brain fog? So many people complain that in the afternoon, their energy seems to disappear and the brain becomes foggy. Balance 7 neutralizes the acids in your body. This aids your digestion. The energy from food is more effective and afternoon brain fog fades away balance 7 is the answer go to balance 7.com or call 800-793-9039 that's 800-793-9039 mention the code word fred and get ten dollars off your order call 800-793-9039 and mention the code word fred get heartburn relief and more with my favorite balance 7.com
9: Welcome back. Bill Martinez here, 14 minutes before the top of the hour, and our conversation with Adam Mangieski from Open the Books continues. Adam, um, you know, in your report uh, that's available at Open the Books, and again, we always remind everybody to go there, see this for yourself. I mean, just don't take our word for it. You've got to own your own knowledge. This is the deal. You know, uh, I think this idea of representative government uh you know, has kind of taken a different kind of a laissez-faire kind of attitude that we think, well, we can trust our politicians. Uh, And and that's proving to be, you know, rather uh, problematic because we're realizing we can't fully trust them. And look what's happening in the political process. I I believe this is one of the reasons why you have such an exodus out of the Republican and Democratic Party and going to independence because they're just so fed up with the political process and the misrepresentation. So, um, you know, this idea, when our Constitution says we the people, it really focuses uh, the attention that it belongs. It's our responsibility to protect this Democratic Republic. It's not Joe Biden's. It's not uh, Donald Trump's. It's we the people, because we have to hold them accountable. And this is why, you know, what you do at Open the Books is so critical to that end. And I cannot thank you enough for all the great work that you guys have been doing over the years on our behalf.
8: Well, I appreciate that, Bill. We are nonpartisan. If you're lying, cheating, and stealing, I don't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat. We're going to expose it, and we're going to try to get it corrected. Mm-hmm.
9: Yeah, because it's, it, you know, for obvious reasons, you know, uh, this is not the way you run a lemonade stand. Uh, you know, we're thirty four trillion dollars in counting and uh, you know, I, I got I remember the days when I was growing up and Everett Dirksen used to say, you know, a million here, a million there, and then you start talking a lot of money. I mean he he's spending in his grave. I mean we're spending billions now. billion hill bit in there, you know, trillion is thrown around like it's nothing.
8: Yeah, and specific to Republicans, um there is a big spending caucus on a you know, in the Republican Party, in the Senate and in the in the House. On this concept mm-hmm. of earmarks, the biggest earmarks earmarkers in both party, parties are actually republicans and this is a you mm-hmm. know this is a sea change. It was Republicans like Tom Coburn that got rid of earmarks over a decade ago, and then Republicans in the House brought them back ten years later
9: mm-hmm. yeah this is this is incredible so um, look at a lot we we, we talked about you know, and again, you, you've you got to read this study yourself and just to see how much money is happening and flowing. I mean, $20 billion. I mean, this is just the beginning. I mean, uh, the billions of dollars are mounting up in the impact that uh, th- this illegal migration that's coming into our country. And I, again, I still maintain my biggest problem in terms of just vetting them is that they are captured by the cartels. I, I I don't. I think you could estimate the number. Ninety-nine percent of the people that come across the border, even if you say, okay, let's give them the benefit of the doubt, and let's say ninety percent of the people that come across the border, they're beholden to the cartels. They've got to do the bidding. How can they possibly assimilate and demonstrate any loyalty, uh, you know, to uh, to this country? I mean, it's it's like we're importing these Manchurian candidates coming into the country that. Uh, upon the beck and call of the cartel, could wreak all kinds of havoc.
8: Well, we also have to, in in addition to the cartels, I think you have to shine a white-hot spotlight on those NGOs, those non-governmental organizations that pass out the aid. And so you've got these nonprofit organizations here domestically in this country, um, and we're always Mm. asking the question if the U.S. government agency has been captured by the industry by those insiders by those non-governmental organizations so here you have the um, director of the office of refugee resettlement they're the ones passing out twenty billion dollars in aid about ten billion dollars a year and Mm -hmm. going up every single year and the director robin Dunmarco, she comes out of the industry she's been a prior executive Mm -hmm. for a total of twenty seven years at two out of the top five largest receivers of the government grants. For example, International Rescue Committee, she spent 23 years there off and on and she was an executive twice for International Rescue Committee. She becomes director of the Office of Refugee Resettlement and all of a sudden year over year International Rescue Committee's grants are up 100 million dollars. Now we looked at the we uh, we reached out to them for comment and they said well we follow the ethics rules for the first 2 years of her employment she is, um, you know, she doesn't, she doesn't participate in any decisions. She recuses herself, according to the ethics rules, with the International Rescue Committee. So at OpenTheBooks.com, it says who with what proof we filed a Freedom of Information Act request for her emails with the keywords International mm-hmm. Rescue Committee. And guess what, Bill? It's been nine months, and they refused to turn over her emails.
9: Right. Yeah. And you want, you, you want to know why? <laughs>
4: It's, well
8: it's look, obvious, Congress needs to hold hearings. Right? And you know, I mean we're gonna have to yes. file a federal lawsuit just to get to the bottom of it. Um so we don't know how it's gonna mm-hmm. turn out, but we follow the money and and in this case we've gotta you know, I mean, her uh, her recusal is actually done in September. So then what happens? Like, you know, there's yes. no like she's not bound by any unethical obligation at that point.
9: Wow. Well, it's like everybody in our government gets the uh Get on a jail card. Brought to you by Hunter Biden. Nobody is accountable, right? I mean, this is so bizarre. Uh, I, I want oh, to also really, address really uh, here, World Church Services—they're
8: the other one that that she comes out of—a former employer. And they, you know, we went. The uh, mm-hmm. Daily Caller went through their Twitter account and they found that they retweet the abolish ICE hashtags. They want to get rid of uh, immigration, and uh, you know, uh, the immigration agency you know, on the right. border, law enforcement. Yes.
9: Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, You see, again, this is what's happened. You know, our government has gotten so massive is, I mean, for you to do all the reporting that you do, Adam, I mean, it's it's nonstop. I mean, it's not, you know, the thing has become so bloated that it's it's difficult, if not impossible, you know, to follow the money through all this stuff, because, you know, you know, whether they resist and you you don't have access that you should have. Immediate. I mean, you should be able to, you know, go go to a computer and access, you know, all our t- all our tax money. Where's it going? But you know, you've got to go through all this FOIA request. You got to deal with all these, uh, you know, legal beagles that just uh, things up, you know, because they know they know they're up to shenanigans. They know they're you know they're working the program here, and you know it's like we have a we have layers of bureaucracy within the bureaucracy. You know, this is why it's referred to as the deep state, right? I mean, it is so deep and uh, and multi-level that uh, it it's hard it's hard to track them down because they they all get, can stay out of jail, you know, from plausible deniability uh, because you you can't you can't really hold them accountable.
8: Yeah, well, there's a war on transparency in the federal agencies, that's for sure. You try to file a Freedom of Information Act <laughs> request, and you can you see how long. And how many times they just flout federal transparency law. You know, they test your will and Mm -hmm. wallet, you know, repeatedly, like with the National Institutes of Health. And we've talked about this over and over on your program, Bill. We've had to file six federal Mm -hmm. lawsuits. We've had to file two federal lawsuits just to try to get our try to get the data on the third party paid royalties to the to the scientists from the pharmaceutical industry and the agency. We just had to file a second one. We've got, you know, next week. You know, hopefully, huge breaking news on that database. But it's it's uh, it's mm-hmm. constant. It's it's they test your will and wallet. We're up to the challenge, but they don't make it easy. Yes.
9: Well, and and maybe we need to add some teeth somehow. I mean, if Congress of can course. hold yeah, people in contempt, right? Why can't we, the people, hold these these knuckleheads in contempt?
8: Yeah, there needs to be some teeth form of, of it. Federal- Freedom of Information Act law. Because it's constitutional. It's Article 1, Section 9, Clause 7, and it says that a regular statement and account of the receipts and expenditures of all public money shall be published from time to time. And it's the Internet age that Mm -hmm. there's a clear interpretation, post every dime, online, in real time. Mm
9: -hmm. Yeah.
8: Yeah, why not?
9: Uh, Because they don't want to. That's why right. Uh, you know, I wanted to address something else that uh, you reported on. Um, you know, the Biden administration gave a billion dollars in Palestinian aid to the United Nations Relief and Works Agency (UNRWA) uh, since restarting U.S. aid to the program in April 2021. Of course, Donald Trump had cut them off altogether because he knew the nefarious entity that it was. I mean, even to the point now. I mean, it's it's clearly being reported that UNRWA has been participating. In educational indoctrinational materials to Arab children, that uh, is just loaded with uh, hatred for Jews. I, are you? And, and here we are as Americans. We are supporting these efforts. We're contributing. We're co-conspirators against our, you know, supposedly our number one ally in the Middle East, right?
8: Yeah, so we nailed that number last fall, exclusive on the, to Fox News. On the lawn of the White House, Ed Lawrence delivers the report. It was $1 billion during the Biden administration on the restart of that aid. Incredibly, after the 10-7 attacks, the Biden administration continued to send aid, Palestinian aid, through this U.N. aid, quote-unquote, aid agency, another $121 million now that we found. Now it's been $1.2 billion during the Biden administration through this U.N. agency. And now with this intelligence dossier from the Israelis, you know, up to 50 percent of all employees at that agency have a close family member in Hamas or Islamic jihad.
9: Yeah, they took they part in, in the October schools. 7 massacres.
8: Yeah, they did. Employees yeah. participated yeah. in the waves that came across. They helped plan logistics, get, you know, procure weapons. They are in the UNRWA schools. They actually teach the Palestinian Authority curriculum. Where it's an obligation among Muslims to be a martyr, and
9: here we are, and, and we're supporting, we're supporting this hatred. I, I mean, you know, this is just so confusing. Yeah, uh, go ahead to the tune.
8: Yeah, $1.2 billion during the Biden administration. Trump cut it to zero because he knew the aid would be siphoned exactly. for, off for terrorists and that the Palestinian Authority and the PLO were not honest brokers in the peace process.
9: Exactly. Adam Angievsky, the founder of OpenTheBooks.com. Wellness and self care
1: doesn't have to be complicated.
9: The final phase.